Welcome back to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. As always, we appreciate you listening. Please rate us on all the podcast platforms. Like, subscribe, comment, share wherever else you're listening, and enjoy the show. All right, welcome back to another episode. We appreciate you coming back as always. Uh, check out AnnapolisHomeExperts.com if you need a real estate agent. Go check out Brian Schilling with Long and Foster Real Estate. AnnapolisHomeExperts.com is the place to go. Uh, we're trying. I, I'm doing a mixed cocktail tonight. As uh, we have Josh with us, he's also doing his mixed cocktail tonight. Um, and Mike is. Are you doing mixed or no? No. Um, Excuse me. Uncle Nearest, straight. Uncle Nearest, straight. Neat. So, neat, rather neat. So this is uh, the Uncle Nearest, what, 1885? Uh, 1884. 1884. All right, yeah. so the reason why I picked that one up, I was able to get it at Costco out in D.C. That was, that was part of the Woodford uh, Double Oaked Angels Envy trip. And uh, $40 okay. for the Uncle Nearest. 1884 and I, i've heard good things about yeah. it and as a mixer it's actually really pretty good hmm. but i think tastes good with ginger ale i mean you know i heard they're just going to change his name to to nearest nearest no yeah. uncle. no uncle yeah there's a they want to I, I heard they want to get rid of all these like names and the uncle uncle ben aunts i can't uh there was an aunt that they wanted to aunt jemima oh that's her yeah what is the an uncle is nearest Paul milling now yeah, it's I, 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 won't, I won't buy it. Like, I don't even care if it's on sale. I'll spend a little bit more money. Is that what that is now? Pearl Milling? Yeah, it's used to be Aunt Jemima. Yeah. yeah. I still have one of the... Uh, <laughs> the shock in your face right why, now. First of all, what was wrong with Aunt Jemima? What did no, she ever do to anybody? No, nothing. And here's what's great. So I still have one of the syrup bottles shaped like her. And what I do is... I just whatever syrup I buy, I just pour put it in into there? that because the kids like it. It's just it's it's. Isn't the bottle still shaped the same way? They just changed the name on. No, I don't no. think so. No. no, because I went to um, Sam's and I bought a big thing of syrup because my kids drink it. Mm. And I, see, I don't use syrup. I don't. I'm not a. When it comes to breakfast, I'm more the I'm I'm the savory guy. I want sausage, home fries, bacon, eggs. I'm not the pancakes and. French toast and waffle guy. So, but my kids like it and they want syrup. So I you was bought, there. You bought woke syrup. It didn't even know. But it's disguised. It's it was a it's an infiltrator. Oh yeah, no, it's like oh pearl pearl milling. milling. That sounds oh. like you know pearl milling conglomerate. Mm-hmm. No, that's old. Uh, that's old Aunt Jemima for you. I'm gonna throw it out. Yeah, I'm not. No, <laughs> don't waste syrup. I can or, make my own. It's or, so easy to make. Or whatever. It's, it's one part water to one part brown sugar to one part uh, white sugar. Okay. Little, as soon as you got past one part, uh, <laughs> no, that's not. Because syrup, because syrup is one part syrup. Yeah, right. You just buy it. It's, it's, ready to go, it's ready to rock and roll. And then See, you just boil it until it gets thick. I can't I can't roll that way. Oh, look, I, 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 look, I grew up in halfway to Canada where maple syrup. You just go to a tree? It came from a tree, yeah. right? So like, I don't like maple syrup. It's super sweet. Yeah, like it, with no add, like nothing added to it, man, it's real. It's sweet. I mean, but that's why they always tell you, and I think they're full of crap. They're always like, "Oh, you just used less." No, I'm not using less. I'm using it the same, mm-hmm. and I'm just eating yeah. the sugar. I want, yeah, because I want the the when I do eat pancakes, I want the pancakes to achieve. Like, I don't want a dry pancake, no. and then a, I want them all to be uniform, consistent. 
now let me ask you this: Do you put your syrup like on the side? Like, like do you like pour it onto the plate and then dip your pancakes into the syrup, no. or do you like kind of go back and forth? Yeah, I and like kind of paint. Yeah. I, dr- I, I drench the pancake. Right. I now, drench it too. Soak it but in. like my kids, they're like, no, put it off to the side, and I'm like, what are you doing? You're, wa- Maybe they're you're wasting so much effort. No, I'm like, you don't have to do the dip. And even if you wanted to do the dip, it just inherently becomes a pool. Eventually, yeah. Eventually. Doesn't it just seep into the bottom pancake anyway? Yeah. So I like to get the pancake, hot pancake, butter. I do like butter. Syrup. Yeah. Hot syrup. I don't do cold syrup. Room temp. But no, I, I like I how you had to emphasize a hot pancake, too. Like, is there a cold pancake? Yeah, I don't know. Where some, you got, yeah. some people don't like their food warm. And I'm not going to mention any names, but I've made breakfast for these people. And they show up to my breakfast table whenever. <laughs> And if you want to eat cold eggs, you eat cold eggs. Mm. I timed everything perfectly. There's hot pancakes, hot home fries, bacon, eggs. Everything's ready to go. And you choose to do whatever, then you can eat cold eggs. Hey, but eggs, in my in my experience, does cool off the fastest out of all most of the breakfast. Yeah. Uh, and they're also the entrees. nastiest cold. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't mind it. I, I can. I don't, but, I don't mind but, it. Cold scrambled eggs? Like cold fried egg? Well, scrambled. Well, I mean, is the middle still runny? Because then I want it hot. If it's solid, is there any other way? Is there any other way to eat it? Wait, we have scrambled fried and like fried. I like like my scrambled fried or sunny side up. You know, fried and sunny side up are they're they're in the same. Well, sunny side up is just a version of a fried egg. You can do you can do like overlight, over easy, right? Sunny side up is not flipped, and then you've got like overlight, which was turned over, but the yolk's still runny. Then you've got over. Then there's like hard yolk, which is just to me, must just give it to the dog. Oh no, hard yolk. No, that hard yolk is something when you leave it cooking for too long, and, yes. you, and you're and you're like, I guess I'm making another egg. Yeah, I don't mind it. Mm. Uh, like a fried egg with the with the yolk. See, there are there are all these people that are all paranoid and afraid of germs. And oh, no, not me. Stuff. I just think it tastes good. Right, right. Yeah. No, no. And you might like it that way, but there are other people that like read the labels like un- undercooked food may cause food. No, Those people, people are, are cold. Eat, raw. Yeah, you can eat. I did it. I did yeah. it for my kids one time. I, did it, I, thought, for, I do it. They for thought it was cool. They were. I was like, watch this. And, like it wasn't enjoyable. I do when that when that um, egg gets like almost solid in the middle, it reminds me of like a hard boiled egg. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not what I'm eating here. Right. Like. I'm. Uh, it's warm. It's breakfast. It should like it's. There's two worlds should not collide. No. So when, it, I, when I get over eggs over easy or even over medium a little bit, so not still runny, right? I always want it with white toast, and I make myself a little egg egg on toast with the runniness that seeps into the bread. That's the way I like that. Sandwich? Yeah. No, just open like, like like an open face sandwich. I take okay. I, like they, they literally bring you the the egg. Mm-hmm. And I literally I cut it to break it, and then I just scoop it up on top of the on on top of the toast. Oh yeah, see I just and, dip the toast. Some people call them dippy eggs because you can dip the toast. Oh well, yeah, no, oh, if you don't oh, have yeah, toast, yeah. what's the too. point in having dippy eggs? Oh, yeah. I do it with bacon. If you're watching your carbs, just use bacon. Just use bacon. Bacon's the best of all. Now, do you do you let your Sweet breakfast foods, i.e. your syrup, intermingle with your savory no. breakfast foods. No. I'm a strict segregationist when it comes to that. Sweet stay sweet, savory wait, taste. Wait, you, taste, don't, you don't put syrup with your sausage? No. Okay. No. So, so Although I do like maple sausage. So what I do, and I grew up doing this, you know, I, I remember like every weekend my grandfather would take me to McDonald's and I'd get the hotcakes and sausage and stuff like that. And that's how I started doing it. So I do... Uh, 
a fork, I, I grab a piece uh, a pancake, and then uh, a, a piece of sausage, and then another piece of pancake, all on the same fork. So, so it's sauce, like pancake, sausage, pancake. Breakfast then, sausage is the only one that I think I, I have done and is okay. But I'm not mixing eggs and syrup. And eggs and syrup, no way. There was I a guy, I used to work with a dude, he would get a sta- he'd get a short stack and then eggs and take the the over easy egg and put it on top of his pancakes oh, no. and dump syrup over all of it. Oh no. And he, I was like, dude, why don't you just put that in a blender? What about bacon and syrup? Only because I don't want to waste the bacon. So bacon you, is that so bad. You started this by saying you don't let your savory food I don't. As touch, a matter of touch, practice. touch any syrup, and then as we progressed, I don't choose to. No, no, there's no. I don't choose to. But oh. if it's there, I'm not going to throw a piece of bacon out. What am I, a communist? Now, what about um, ketchup with your no. eggs? It's forbidden, verboten. Ooh, no. Yeah. Okay. Good. Me either. Yeah, no, no I, I'm with you. But but people do it. Ketchup can go on home fries. Home fries. Home I mean, fries. For I, sure. I'm not a big ketchup. But I don't put ketchup on anything. I'll do ketchup on home fries in the like. Yeah. I'm, I just. I'm, but it I, can't like mix. Fries. That cannot mix. Absolutely <laughs> not. I'm not a big fan of home fries. Like, if I'm going to have, like, a potato, I want it to be, like, a McDonald's-style hash brown patty. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you on that Those one. are delicious. Yeah. Those. And I, I'll dip that. But, in, but, in a, in but you know what, though? But if you if you get rid of that, like, stigma and just let yourself enjoy some home fries, it's kind of the same. And I've, for, I've, I've gotten myself to the point where I can do that. If you just close your eyes, you can almost imagine it's a McDonald's hash brown. <laughs> But well, why imagine when they have it? Well, not necessarily. They may not have it. At, if you go to IHOP, they're not going to have it. There, there is a a local. Actually, IHOP, their hash browns. They do it's they do shredded potato, and they mash them down into a patty like, mm. and they it's fry almost like a locky. and they, and yeah, and they fry it in both sides on the flat top. Don't sleep on the IHOP hash brown. There's something about IHOP though that Ooh. I'm only borrowing IHOP. Oh yeah, right, right. I got. We're going. It's the breakfast Taco Bell. Yeah. We're going, like, oh, let's go to IHOP and then we can go home. The food store right up the street. They have you can buy the hash browns like the same shape and the size. At but and um, yeah, that no, and they're not bad. See, my next purchase, because I like to all my cooking gadgets mm-hmm. is gonna. I found a double basket. Electric countertop deep fryer. Hmm. Are, are, are there? Aren't they all electric? No, you get a propane one. A propane deep fryer. Oh, deep fryer. I'm, yeah. I thought you said air fryer. Commercial right. ones okay. are propane. No, no, no. I was. I heard air fryer. Yeah, yeah. Deep fryer. See, you're a fryer. You automatically put air fryer. Air. You're like, right. no, deep. Real. Doing real for real, for real for real. Hmm. Speaking of air fryers, our sucks. You know, air so fryers. You, you like mimic it in the oven, right? So, well, yeah, but I mean, you convinced me. The it air cooks fryer so much faster than air fryer, though. It does. It does. Yeah. So we we bought a well named brand. Oh, air fryer. Oh, we can't say it because they're not they're not a sponsor. I'll say because they suck. Okay. It was Cuisinart, like oh. a decent brand. Is it? It's got the two dials, and kind of like my Yukon's AC knobs that I had to spray the the spray and the con- the electric contact spray to make mm-hmm. them so they die. They move correctly, mm-hmm. so like, it'll move. But like the numbers will go down if I turn it right, That's and they should be going up. Once. Yeah. Right. Well, now the Cuisinart dials are now kind of doing the same thing. Like I'll turn it left, and it's going the wrong way. So like I'll I'll be turning it up to go like from five to ten minutes, and it's going like five, seven, three, four, two, 
Eventually, I will get up to 10 if I just keep turning it enough. Wow. See, mine's digital. I probably should have gone digital. Well, I mean, how long have you had it? Spray on it? I don't know how to get the knobs off. On this oh, how long have you had it? Less than a year. Oh, really? It, yeah, it, mine it, just has been, but, like, buttons. It doesn't like mine, I can, like, I just, there's, like, up arrows and down arrows, yeah. and it's, like, a digital display for, like, time and temperature. That's where I got to go. I got I to gotta get, I, I, look, the next one we get will probably. My sister gave it to me. She had it and didn't want it anymore otherwise. Well, you've got, like, the high end. Yours is the Ninja. Oh, is oh. It? oh it is a Ninja. Who's yeah, you? he's right. That's top end. Mm-hmm. I do like the air fryer. If the knobs work properly, I wouldn't have an issue with it. I like it. to, like, when I make french fries in the air fryer, I add some oil to it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mine, see, mine's mine's got like an open basket on the bottom. So I if I put oil it. in, it's just gonna go. Yeah. It's gonna go right. I'm through. the same way because I'll do ba- I'll do because bacon it crisps, in there. It crisps it up a little bit. Yeah, so I'll do my God, bacon in there and it then just go in the pan. No, it, you put it on the food when it's in. Like oh, I see. What you're saying. Yeah, you like coat it, and then you kind of toss it in there because my basket it's like a bucket, and it has the thing to raise it. And I just toss it and then get it in there, and it gives it that nice like just crisp on the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I use it a lot. I, it's on my countertop. I never, I don't even put it away. I use it so often. It, it's just, it's just like, resides there. Yeah, yeah. It just resides. We there. use it for everything. We use it more as like the toaster, conventional oven. We use the air fryer for the frozen foods. But that is not what we came here to talk about today. You wouldn't have known. <laughs> um. So yeah, so far this uncle nearest is not. It, it's for forty bucks. It's not bad. I think it's good. I don't think, I mean, I kind of think the Four Roses at 20 is probably still the winner in that low proof area. Mm-hmm. Just because you can get two of those from one of these. Yeah. And But I'm also using it as a mixer, though. I didn't try it like you are. Um, I just think we were really impressed with that Four Roses when we had it. But, yeah, I, I mean, this is good. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not hurting you? No. I, well, it's funny. The more I drink it neat, the more I, like, prefer, like, when I drink it with ice, it's almost... So I went out Saturday night and I had, um, I had. So it was nice to have a bartender make it old fashioned for me rather than be murder it myself. Uh, so I did that, and then I was having makers and ginger. But I almost prefer it just like this, just neat. That's nice to just sit and relax. I'm one of those weirdos. If like if I have a mixed drink, I like it light on the alcohol. Like I almost want it so I don't taste any alcohol whatsoever, because. That means I can enjoy the drink and then have another one and not get banged up. Well, I, I if you can't taste out, that's how you get white girl wasted. That's true. <laughs> We've seen me white girl wasted. It's, nice. <laughs> it's no fun. Um, all right. So we, we came here to talk about, by the way, today is January 29th. It is the day after the AFC and NFC Championships games. We have made no bones about who we root for on the show. We are Ravens fans. And we are downtrodden. It's sad. Very sad. It was funny. Like, our group chat was lit up day of, couple days before, day before. And then as soon as it went down, as soon as the like, last four minutes of the fourth quarter, it was just dead silent there. I had been I had caught myself I was on YouTube Monday Tuesday like early in the week just watching stuff you know the adrenaline was already pumping and I'm like I, I got five days to go like I don't know what's how I'm gonna handle this and it just it just kept increasing and, and, and kept increasing and 
Oh man, and it it was it wasn't it was su- wasn't su- too long after kickoff that uh, oh, well, it was hard not to get into the old mindset of well before it was they were like they do really good and we were always expecting the turn for the worse. It never got to the really good part, <laughs> but for some reason I, I kept having the idea that. Oh, second half. It's going to be just like last week. We're going to they're going to make the right adjustments and they're just going to blow out the Chiefs. And it just never came. I think they 100% could have. I, I think so too. But they why why do they get conservative? Why do they come out so conservative? Well, they didn't they didn't run the ball. Well, and well, the thing is is that the Chiefs were blitzing, 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 blitzing. So, that kind of eliminated the run. But on the on the other side of that, what we didn't do is we didn't adjust our routes for the 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 quick the quick slant routes. The when, when when if they're sending everyone, it's man coverage on the out. You know, you know, on our wide receivers on the tight end that's going out. So just quick passes, quick passes. That's what they did to us all day. Yeah. I mean, there they had a couple big chunks, but otherwise they just little by little just chopped away, chopped away. I mean. Um, Kelsey, he had 100 yards, 105 yards, I don't know exactly what, on 11 catches. So that just, I mean, and I don't know, one of them might have been for one yard and one of them might have been for 50. I'm just saying, but on average, they didn't have a lot of explosive plays. It was just a lot of consistency. And we just we just kept looking. Lamar was playing hero ball all day. He was, he was, he was playing hero ball, and it's just not. He caught his own pass. He did. He did catch his own pass. <laughs> did and you I'll see the you, meme? Did you see the meme? I don't know if I saw the meme. So it was a. Uh, so they used Giselle Bunchen's quote, saying he can't throw it to himself when she was talking about Tom Brady. And, the yeah. goes, and then they just show the clip of Lamar throwing it to himself. You know, and if if we had won, yeah, I, that would be all over the place, right? right? But it was in a losing effort, and um, he got fantasy points for both a thirteen-yard pass. And a thirteen yard <laughs> yes. uh, reception. That's right. So they, they they did count it, and and you know the the last quarterback that I know for a fact that accomplished the same feat was a uh, old uh, the gunslinger Brett Favre. <laughs> His first ever pass was to himself. Um, I'm sure there has to have been a quarterback that's done it since, but that's the only one I'm aware of. When when you're talking about the routes, it it reminded me of the first half of the Houston game where they were blitzing, blitzing, blitzing. And I remember tweeting this because I use the Twitter so often. I was like, why doesn't Lamar use hot routes? And then I was like, well, maybe Munkin doesn't have it in his offense. And then in the second half, it looked they changed to those shorter intermediate routes. For whatever reason, they didn't make that same adjustment in the second half of this game. And it was the same defensive strategy. It was it was blitz five and play man. And they and you're right. They were literally going trying to go down. They were pushing it down the field the whole time. And I think that's what they thought would stop that pass rush. When all they had to do was one, they could have rushed into it or away from it. Because between Justice Hill and Gus Edwards, they only had, I believe it was five rushing attempts between the two of them. That's it. No. Lamar had the other eight, and they weren't all designed runs. 
You can't be the leading rushing team in the NFL and only rush it five times with your running you, backs. You, you have to do what you do. Right. And it reminded me of another one of my favorite teams, the, the Capitals. So when they, the Capitals would play this freewheeling, aggressive offense, you know, back in the 2010, you know, early 2010, 2010s in that era, and they would just, they would then go to the playoffs and all of a sudden get conservative. And they get conservative, and they lose. And they get bounced out of the first round by stupid teams like Montreal and the Islanders or lose to the Penguins in the second round. It's because they play conservative. And it, to me, this looked like someone playing scared and playing conservative. You got there going balls out, and you didn't do it here. And then when you did pass, it was that stupid shit off, <clears throat> off in the flats, the little dump-off passes, like the check down to the check down to the check down route. Or immediately stop the ball and throw it, but the, the DB's on them just blasting them. <clears throat> then they're even running stuff around the outside. Like, NFL def- there's a reason that, do- that those plays don't work in the NFL. And you go to the playoffs against one of the better def- defenses in the league, and you think it's going to work now? Yeah. Why don't you just, this is not high school ball. R- run a reverse next time. Reverse! Well, and that's one thing that doesn't get talked about, is since Steve Spagnuolo became the defensive coordinator in Kansas City, the Kansas City defense has actually been really good. Um, my my issue was you got Zay Flowers who's really good with yards after the catch, and you keep just trying to send him down the field, like put him on an eight yard in, hit him and let him run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it it's one of those things where one of the weird things I noticed toward the end of the year and even toward the middle of the year, Lamar was making completions down the field, and I think they got a little. Uh, they, they try to lean into it a little bit too much, but if you look at some of those receptions, his long balls were either vastly underthrown and the receiver just made a hell of a play or he really overshot the receiver by a ton. And I, I, I use the example of the Zay Flowers reception in the game yesterday. He was beyond wide open and Lamar through it where Zay had a literally stop to catch the ball. Like he, he didn't even, like it wasn't even slow down. It was stop, turn around and almost come back for it. The amazing catch that he threw across the field to likely in that one other game. Again, it like likely had to go up and make a play on that. It wasn't like it was a wealth, an awesome thrown ball. No, likely went up and got it. The touchdown pass to likely and the, in the divisional round, he had to jump over a dude to get it in double coverage, which is exactly, I guarantee you, that's exactly why he threw that ball into triple coverage. It was too likely. And, you know, he and Likely were both saying, you know, throw it up. Mm-hmm. So he threw it up. But well, it wasn't up. That, that interception. It wasn't up enough. First right. of all, he, he, the, he, as, soon as, as soon as that play started, the receiver starts waving his hand like, the signal to Lamar, like, throw me the ball. Mind you, there's it wasn't just triple coverage. I mean, they were already in his face. Like, it was yeah, all three yeah, of them right. in front of him. There wasn't like there was a guy coming from behind you didn't yeah. see. No, they were like, all, so all right three were there, the and then they had, like, safety help over the top. And, <laughs> un- like- and unlike that throw in the divisional round that you were talking about, and the reason Lamar threw it up to likely like that is because the play before, he threw it low right. and likely kind of gave him – you know, they'll raise the roof uh, hand signal and said, hey, throw it up. So in that triple co- – even with triple coverage, if Lamar had thrown it up where 
it was going to be a jump ball situation where maybe we toe touch on that back line. Then there's a shot. That ball was thrown chest height almost into the triple coverage. Like there's no way. And everyone wants to say, oh, P.I. Listen, that ball, I feel. I think the ball was intercepted before the P.I. even happened because yeah. the, the guy that was interfering, quote, unquote, was the third player between the ball and, <laughs> and, and him, right? So it was, and it was intercepted by the first guy. So it's right. like... I, that pass interference, if it was, if it wasn't, maybe it was, it had nothing to do with that play. Even if they didn't touch that wide receiver, that ball is intercepted. But even the, the the Nelson Aguilar ball, overthrown. The Bateman ball, overthrown. He, he's not throwing. He doesn't throw over the shoulder to the outside. He's throwing to the inside and overthrows them. Like you got to give your guys a shot at some of those balls. Now, he gets... I think likely saves him a couple times. I think the other balls, I think Odell, believe it or not, I think saved him on a couple of those balls too. Not yesterday, but during the season. Because Odell Odell could make the adjustments. And and after the game, they try and, oh, no, it was my fault. I ran the the wrong direction. They're covering for Lamar a little bit. But it's like, come on. You're in year six. If if throwing downfield isn't a strong point, why isn't Munkin doing the underneath and middle routes? He seen he, he throws sixty five seventy percent. But but this isn't this isn't something that's unique to Lamar. Like it's it to us it's front and center. We we see it, and and we're you know and and we're like come on Lamar, this is your six. But at the end of like every wide receiver core out there <laughs> is bailing out their quarterbacks some sure. more than others. Um, you know, and 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 some are better than others. Like there was that Kelsey catch where, in like midfield, the ball I I was it tipped. I was it a bad throw? I can't remember. And he I I mean just an amazing catch. And and that's what that's what part of just is so frustrating because I really dislike all of them in Kansas City. But yeah. it's it's the it's the Patriots of the of the early to mid to late two thousands where they're just good. They're the, they're the new Patriots. They are the new Patriots, and I and I, I you know what I I hated the Patriots back then. I hated Tom Brady, and now I hate Patrick Mahomes, and I hate uh, I don't hate Andy Reid. He's just kind of like a little friendly role. I've, so I like Andy Reid. I was in college when he was coaching in Philadelphia, and I went to school near Philadelphia. So a lot of there's a lot of Eagle fans there. My roommate was a big Eagle fan. Um, my mom and dad were Eagle fans. So, like, I kind of, like, kind of, you know, pulled for them. They are kind of my NFC team. But uh, I liked him in Philadelphia. And then he goes to Kansas City. And I, the first couple, I didn't hate him. I, I, I've, I've hated the team since it's become just the constant. Every single game you're seeing the the fake corporate bromance between Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes and Jake from State Farm, and it's they're on every commercial. That's not, they're on, all, that's not Jake from State Farm. We right, we Jake know. too. Jake, yeah. <laughs> so um, Jacob from State Farm. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just it's it's and part of my gripe is just with the NFL itself, just the the corporate, just um the the big money ads, and that that's what it's all about, but. Um, and then when you when you listen, especially like Collinsworth when he's you know performing verbal fellatio on the Chiefs, I'd rather I I almost want to just watch the game on like on like 
ESPN uh, Deportes. Like, let's watch it in Spanish. So I, I can't understand them. The Manning cast. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I love the Manning cast. But, um, no, I agree. I completely, I can't stand him. And when Kelsey was new, like, I, I thought he was all right, but he's become such an enormous douchebag. Yeah, he really has. So the, the, the shit he did to Justin Tucker before the game. And Tuck, Tucker was like, he didn't care. He's like, whatever. It's, you know. Well, Tucker, Tucker was doing what he was doing on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, he's stretching. Like, listen, for, as, from a kicker that's warming up, you don't do that at the three or whatever yard line he was at. You know, you're not setting your tee up in the end zone. Like, you, you get that tee out at the 45, the 50, you know, like normal kicker stuff. So the fact that, I mean, and I don't love it because, and I don't think that had an out. I don't think that really had an impact on the game, but he was down there purposely, and maybe it was all in good fun because he was smiling the whole time. Well, he responded. Um, and, and I, do, you, do you have a quote? Yeah, so essentially what he said was, he goes, before every game, each kicker, and he said this was 90 minutes before the game, each kicker gets access to both ends of the field. So the Chiefs kicker is down on the Ravens' end of the field doing the same thing that Tucker's doing over here. And he said, before the video started, apparently Mahomes asked him to move his helmet and ball so he could take some warm-up throws. So when you see the video, Tucker's already moved his helmet and his balls and his tee over so that Mahomes can do some throwing. Mind you, 90 minutes before a game, right? They're not even in pads yet. Tucker's getting... So this is a special team's time. This is when the specials are out there doing their thing. So as so Tucker moves his stuff, he's stretching, and this is when Kelsey comes over and pulls his dickhead move. Where he he took his helmet and literally rolled it away, took the balls and threw them. It's like, come on, man, you're not Mister Tough Guy. I'm sorry. So in in hockey, yeah, like there's there's some etiquette. Like you stay on your side. Like it, if you skate over. And you just skate, so the other team's warming up at their end of the rink, and you're warming up on your end of the rink. A giant F you is when you skate over, and you just cross your foot over the red line. That's a giant F you. Mm-hmm. Had that happened, like, skate down and shoot a puck into the other team's net during warm-ups, you're having a brawl. There's going to be a brawl during warm-ups. Yeah. I would have wanted to see a brawl. See, by all- Kelsey should have got his ass kicked right then. Well, no, there, was no that out, did, there was no one out there with yeah. him. But that did lead to some yeah. more drawing. But so apparently, by all accounts, Tucker was not in the wrong in this situation. In fact, he was accommodating the Chiefs by moving his stuff, right? And, and, and he literally said, "This is what happens before every game." And they just like Travis Kelsey or you know White Boy Rick just had a problem with it this time. Yeah, it's like, and I I, I think it was on purpose from Kelsey and Mahomes that they were doing this. Because Kelsey was talking shit the entire game. He had that shit-eating grin on his face, and they would zoom in on him. And it was just like, God, you're a fucking douchebag. Mm-hmm. Like you just, he just looks like an asshole. Yeah. You know, he's got that shit-eating grin. You know how he looks like? You know how he looks like? He looks like a state trooper. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He's Except that, with a beard. He's got a beard. Well, now, but if, if he, we, we yeah, both when, know what he looks like, and we won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I call him White Boy Rick. Yeah. 
And, I, and I'll say this. Another thing that the Ravens struggled with is this season, uh, and my numbers might be off, so you know, please excuse me. But, um, you know, I think they won, I think it's eight games um, by uh, two scores. And uh, I think five of those games, uh, they won by 20 or more. So they're used to, you know, playing with the attitude of being on top and not just on top, but like well in advance. Uh, well, you know, you know, just a big score differential. So then we're in this Chiefs game and, you know, it's chirping back and forth and they, they got caught up in the moment, like they're stupid penalties. And you, know, you can say whatever you want about the officials. Oh, you know, it's the, the NFL's rigged and they put this official that the away team wins 60% of the time. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that could have been called both ways. Um, and everyone points to that Zay Flowers um, incident mm-hmm. where he got called for taunting. It was a great catch, a great run. He gets down inside the 10, I think it was. And then after he gets tackled, he gives the guy an extra push. And then a little flex over top, and they and they threw the flag. And but, you know what? The, but that the, happened because the guy grabbed his leg. Eh, you know what? He, he was got, he was literally. It wasn't maybe. really a kick. He was trying to get his leg out. But the problem was that he was standing over top of him while he was yeah. on the ground, and right? The, and that's the difference. Everyone's like, "Oh, that one time. You know, how many times did Kelsey like point in their face?" And it's like, "Yeah, like listen, I mean, you're going to get away with that stuff." So that that it's taunting penalty that. Taunting and the in the, the ball drop, the ball drop. Yes. The, the NFL has zero credibility on this because they literally have a camera set up in the end zone for the defenses to do these stupid dances and flexes and poses, and then they have the choreographed end zone celebrations. But that's a flag. Well, because get the all, F out of but, here. but you it's can't. But they, they don't allow you to do any of that directly in front of or in the face of the opposing you players. Can, you can knock the guy's head off, but you can't. Stop! It's a it's a dumb rule. It's a stupid rule. If you're going to allow the other shit in the end zone, the stuff that's what's the difference? It's stupid. Do you ma- get rid of like it's a dumb rule? This happened earlier in the year because this came up. It was there was this one guy and I can't remember who. They, a team was playing the Steelers and this one guy that got cut from the Steelers got a sack. And as he's getting up from the sack, he kind of was like walking toward the Steelers sideline, but he didn't go over the hash mark. And he kind of turned back to go to his sideline, and the ref called him for taunting. So, like, these taunting calls have been questioned all year. Yeah, they're subjective. Yeah, I mean, and that one was really Bush League. I mean, that was the bad call, and everyone said it at the time. Most of the the pundits this time said the only reason why Zay Flowers got that flag thrown on him was because he dropped the ball. It was more of a right spin. Right at the feet. It's more of a spin. He spun it. He spun it. <laughs> I, I think Alex is... What you, I mean, he, he, he gently placed the <laughs> yeah, ball right. down by the, the yeah. defender. I'm like, It's like the rule's there, but with the other things they allow, but that, it's a stupid rule. They either need to get rid of the freaking uh, selfie camera, like you have a wedding in the yeah. fucking end zone, and get rid of the choreographed celebrations... And then enforce a taunting law, or get rid of the taunting law. But what Josh is saying, it's different if you do it in the face of a, of like the opponent versus doing a little celebratory thing in the camera away from all the other players. And that's the yeah, difference. Yeah, I mean, there. come on, we, 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 babies, we, they can't take it. You can't. I, you, know, you can't say you don't like when To pulled the sharpie out of his sock 
and signed the football, or he had a phone stashed under the thing. You know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to T.O. for a lot of these things, right? Because he always the popcorn. When he's one of the best is when he spiked the ball on the star. Yeah, didn't was it him or someone else that pretended to like take a pull their pants down that and like defecate? It, was that, it, oh, that was Randy Moss. No, 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 he did, so Randy Moss did like the moon. Yeah, where he maybe that's where what he it mooned was, the right? crowd, and Joe Buck was like, "Oh, that's disgusting." No, I mean, listen, that's I, why I, like like I said, Buck. I think there's times and places for for things like that, and you know, I don't even like it when they get a sack, right? They get a sack and they start celebrating, and, and it's tough, right? Because you're in this competition, right? And 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 you're banging heads with these guys all game long, and then finally, after like play sixty, you finally get to the quarterback and you sack him. Right. And for us to sit on our couches and be like, "Sir, you should." Stay Stand up from that tackle and walk casually back to the hut. Like that guy's pumped. Like he can barely contain himself, right? So like I, I have to catch myself sometimes because I do. I'm like, what are you dancing for, man? Like that was like but sometimes plays where they start dancing, like, dude, you're down by thirty points. Well, well, yeah. it's, like, it's like when Kelsey gets the first down, but Mark Andrews does the same stupid thing. They do. Thing. They all kind of like, do it. You, you don't gotta celebrate so every my coach first is down. Not, you caught a seven yeah. yard ball. But my, my <laughs> I remember playing, you know, uh my high school coaches I was They'd always say, "Act like you've been there," right? And that's kind of the attitude we took. Like there was no big celebration. There was just act like you've been there. Like I, I do this all the time. I don't. I don't celebrate. This is small stuff. So I kind of like that's the attitude I always took when I played. And like when I coached my kids, I thought, "Act like you've been there." You hit a. You hit a a, a maybe single, and then you reach second on air. <laughs> like don't do the 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 sprinkler thing. Like right. you're you're not Gunnar yeah. Henderson. There's. I think as athletes, there's only a few times when you should go full bore celebration. You do something to win a game at the very end. So like two, you know, two outs, bottom of the ninth. You hit a you hit a dinger to yeah. win the game. All right, you're bouncing around. Everyone's yeah. jumping around, right? Or you catch a touchdown in overtime to win a game. Yeah, you're celebrating that, right? But if you if you literally catch a touchdown in the first quarter of a football game, all right, yeah, act like you've been there. Yeah. If you caught a seven yard ball for a first down. Act like you've done it before. Oh, because by the way, you have. Yeah, you, know, you did it last game. This isn't so. If it, you did it three plays ago, <laughs> <laughs> what, how many dances do you have? Yeah, yeah. But you know what? And, and uh, I'll give Zay the flowers, the benefit of the of the doubt. He is a rookie, and he doesn't play like a rookie because he plays uh, well. Well beyond uh, having well now one year, but less than a year in the league. Um, so he is a little mature. I don't know how old he is. Um, I'm, 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 my guess is it's 20, 21, something like that, right? And I'm not making excuses for him, but I mean, it is what it is. The, uh, the, the man made a mistake, you know. He, you know, and you know, he let the emotions get the best of well, him. Then, and, and, and but he's not the only one. Yeah. I mean, was it Smith? What was it? The the, the intentional yeah. um, offsides. Where he blew, what was it the guard, uh, the right guard? I don't know who it was, but he blew, and they got a fifteen instead of a five-yard penalty for encroachment. It was a fifteen-yard penalty for encroachment because he, I mean, and that was frustration at that well, point. That wasn't got, that wasn't celebration. Van Noy got a fifteen-yard penalty, like for unsportsmanlike. Yeah, there was, a, like, there was a lot like of unsportsmanlike. St- so when you have an asshole like Kelsey jawjacking at you, and you fall into it, yep. you're yeah. doing exactly. It's and I, like everyone like. You guys know hockey's my thing. And it's like when you have the instigator, like Marchand or Corey Perry or even Tom Wilson. Like, you're falling into it. Don't fall into their trap. Like, don't fall into this douchebag's trap. Don't give him the satisfaction. 
but they can't help themselves. And my thing is, if you're going to get called for it, take his head off. Like, if you get roughing the passer call, take his head off. Murder him. Well, we, Don't we did just, on that, that one roughing the passer call. His head almost popped. I mean, we, they did. They, I, he whacked Patrick Mahomes really good. Because I, I remember watching it and at first. We're like, what? He barely touched him. And then they showed the replay. We're like, okay, no, yeah. He, uh. The funny part was that was probably the most unintentional penalty of the day. Yeah, he didn't he really didn't know. Yeah, he really did. I mean, he, it was he, just, he was sticking his arm out because he saw him coming. He thought he was going to try to like swat the ball or something like yeah. that. And there was no ball. It was just Patrick's <laughs> stupid face. <laughs> it was all yeah. grill. Kermit the Frog, oh. head that's too big for his body. I can't stand that dude. I can't stand him because of him. Because he's he, he he's an asshole. His wife's an asshole. His his brother's an asshole. His dad won't even sit in the box with all those people. Nope, he won't. He's <laughs> apparently he was tailgating with Ravens fans. <laughs> it's like wow, you 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 just like your son that much. You know, and and I'll I'll go to the the play, the one play. Even though you know you have your opinion on the game, the one play that I think. Is what changed the game, and that was the fumble on the six-inch line. Mm. You know, uh, they you know they punched that ball in there. I, I believe it's a tied game. Uh, I think seven, it was. It would have been 17-14. 17, 17 it was, it was a seventeen ten at the time. Yeah, seventeen to. F- no, wait. I'm sorry. So do the math again there. Hold on. It, it would have been, se- been, se- been seventeen fourteen had they. Yes. Because the, the field goal came later. It was seventeen seven. At the time, yeah. So yeah. So, but the momentum had shifted in our direction. We're driving downfield. Yeah, we had gotten that 15-yard penalty for unsportsmanlike, but we went right back in there. And you know, he he didn't need to do it. He didn't need to extend his arms. He probably was going to get in either way. But the man's just trying to make a play. And uh, yeah, and that and that rules debatable. There's been a lot of talk this season about what should happen if you fumble the ball, you know, into the the end zone. Now in this situation, it didn't go out of bounds, no, which would have been on my touchback. They recovered it. Okay. Um, first off, great camera angle on that pylon cam. By the way, there was no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, that was like the perfect angle. I mean, you 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 could clearly see it. And um, man, just heartbreaking, heartbreaking. And and honestly. That's that was kind of the nail in the coffin because that just completely took the wind out of their sails. Well, I'll, I'll give Zay Flowers a little bit of grace on that one because, no, granted, he's a professional football player, but we kids are always teaching him to, to extend out to get that extra yard mm-hmm. from like football birth. You know, they always and he just and there was just a time where he they, they, especially at the goal line, yeah. He was just trying to make a play. I don't blame yeah. him at all. Yeah. Just got to hold on to that ball, though, man. Like I, I get it. What also used, it drives me nuts when I watch Lamar run around and hold the ball with one hand. Right. Like, okay, dude, you run, you're fast. Tuck the ball, man. Just freaking just. You know, uh, you, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and and, yeah, and that has to happen. But he, I mean, that, that stri- the, the, the strip fumble. Uh, I mean, the guy came from behind. Lamar didn't see it. I'm not. That, I'm not. No, I'm not worried about that. that right. But like, I, I don't. Or I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time Lamar fumbled the ball. Early, um, it was early in the season. He had a. He yeah. seemed to have a problem early. I remember texting my buddy. No, he's like, yeah, but I mean, I just feel like <laughs> I think after what the fourth or fifth game that he, was solved. Yeah. yeah, I don't think yeah. he's fumbled since. Yeah, but that this is, might have been the first. One. That's. I mean that that that's just. I mean, he's coming up. Had he had that guy hit his arm. Half a second later, that's an incomplete pass. Yeah. yeah. So, um, 
I don't I don't like the way he kind of sidearms those swing passes. Like when he did that swing pass to Zay Flowers and Frank and and was it Frank Clark or whatever he was batted it down because it was. I mean, that was like, a dumb play. I was just. Uh. I mean, one the play. It, if that ball's caught, that he's going for a little while. He's running, but it's on tape that Lamar likes to do that little sidearm thing on the swing passes. It's he seems to bounce the ball to the receiver when he does get it through the lineman. It's like, brother, man, like, I get it. You, you've got all the athletic gifts in the world, but don't be fucking lazy. Use your proper footwork. Use an overhand or, or three-quarters throw. You know, give it give it a quick pump to get Frank off his feet and then throw it to Zay. He is who he is because of the way that he throws that ball. When I see him do it, I, mean, I get it, but I mean, I'm, I'm part just, of it's lazy, though. I... Because, see, because your athletic gifts can over can overcome. I don't lasers. know. Like you're, I, I have a hard time swallowing. Leave that pause there. The fact <laughs> that Lamar as and let's just say it now, he's probably on the verge of winning his second MVP. Throws in that fashion because it's easier for him, and he's lazy. I'm not buying. It. I don't. I don't. I think he does it because he thinks he's going to throw it around the. Def- oh, that's exactly ends. what he was yeah, trying to do there. The problem he's, is though, it's on film, and these defensive ends know that. That's why Frank's. Look at Frank's arm. It's down here because he sees once you once he saw Lamar Lamar's arm dip, mm-hmm. he put his arm down. He basically went arm on arm. Yeah, it, 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 and that's from watching film. It's on film. Now, if in that game. He he's either got to pump fake it real quick and then throw to get because once Frank's off his feet and then the pump that you got it go right over his head but and then he but he seems to miss those little swing he missed the one to Justice Hill he misses the one to Zay it's like you got it you got he didn't have his best game you got I mean he didn't have wins. he didn't I mean he's been on a streak. Uh, not the first half of the divisional round, but the second half of the divisional round, and he didn't play in the Steelers game last game of the season. But I mean, for the past, for the five games before that, I mean, he's not just him, but the whole team's been on a roll, and that that roll came to a, to an end, and they didn't have their best game against a team that had a really good game. I always, I always wonder when they sit all those players. The, they they did it this season. They lost in nineteen. When they lost to Tennessee in the first round, when they were number one, when they were number one seed, and here they are. Now it's a different. It's you know one game away from the Super Bowl, but here they are again. Like Forty Nine ers rested their players too. So, and look at the teams. Just, some of the teams that didn't, they got their players. Like, TJ Watt got hurt. There was there was there was teams. There there's it's like fifty. It's like fifty fifty. You, you you can there's they have statistics where they like hey they this team started all their players week eighteen right or week seventeen whatever whatever it is now right and then they lose and then you have teams that rest their players and they win and you have teams that rest mm-hmm. their players and they lose and you have teams that play their players and lose like. You know, I mean, these guys are professionals. They're playing 17 weeks out of the season. I mean, yeah, it could, I just, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's it's it, it, it's good cannon fodder. Like, we talk about it. It's on the radio. Like, all the TV shows are talking about it. But at the end of the day, like, I, I mean. I, I put I put it this way. And I, I actually put this on Twitter. I did, like, a, my one of my very first Twitter threads. I did a form message thread. Oh. I basically said, <clears throat> 
I'd rather have Lamar and not win a Super Bowl than not have Lamar at all. And and the reason why I say this is because for 19 weeks, I feel as Ravens fans, we got an exciting football team. Did we? I was I was entertained for 19 mm-hmm. weeks. We're not the Panthers. Thank God for that. We're not the Cardinals. Commanders. We're not the Commanders. <laughs> We're not the Falcons. Bears. I mean, the, the way Giants. I see it is when we watch those games, even in the games we lost, I was thoroughly entertained. I saw someone do something that I could never do, and that I don't see other quarterbacks in the league do. You look at Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes, uh, what's the guy the guy for the Chargers? It, I mean, we've seen that football. It's Peyton Manning. It's Tom Brady. It's it, it's all those guys. I, I've it, the only other time we've seen anything like Lamar was Michael Vick, and Lamar is about ten times the passer Michael Vick was. Right. We're, we're we're finally. I mean, even if you go back further, Randall Cunningham, Steve Young. I mean. They were Donovan nowhere, McNabb. Donovan, but they were nowhere near the athlete this dude was. Yeah. And, and and the thing is, is like, what's the alternative? Like what, Kyle we're, Baller? We're gonna go back well, to Kyle Baller? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're not no. gonna do that. But like, we're, we're 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 you know, first off, I mean, I'm not even. I'm not, I'm not saying that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not saying Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, and I'm one of those. I'm one of the the camo pant wearing like diehard fans, right? So listen. I agree, man. I I miss Joe, but you know I you know I love Joe and I support Joe, but like Lamar's our guy. You know they can say that hey, you know he's you know he was he couldn't win in the playoffs, and then he did, and it's like well now it's like well he can't win two games in the playoffs in a given year, right? His overall record in the playoffs is uh, two and four. Um, you know he's he's only won two games, he's lost four, but. You know what are we gonna do? We're gonna say, oh, he's two and four in the playoffs. Uh, let's get rid of him. No, because there is no alternative. We're always too good. We're never gonna get the first round pick like the Bears and the Commanders and the Giants and the and the Patriots. But now the Patriots, right? And I'm glad they're struggling and miserable up there in New England. But at the end of the day, he's our guy. And like you said, and I, you said it before, I could. And I'm just gonna piggyback on it, like. This was a hell of a ride. We went to the AFC Championship game, right? All these other teams that are all these other, you know, we all have these friends that like the like the, we have Commanders friends and and all these other friends, Pittsburgh friends, and all of a sudden we're like, oh, there's Lamar. He's actually like, guess what? Guess what, bitch? We were we we played in the last possible game in January, yeah. right? Yeah, we didn't play in the game. There's only two teams out of all 32 that make it to the one game in February. And you know what? Yeah, we damn sure wanted it to be us. Right, I mean, we we did. I wanted it so bad, but guess what? It just it wasn't it wasn't to be. But I wouldn't. I would. I mean, I've traded for the Super Bowl, of course, but otherwise, no. Yeah. Well, I love your positive take on it. It's funny because, like, when I got home and I, I I did put the Detroit game on, and you know, I'm prepping food for the week and I'm I'm watching that game and my I'm looking at Facebook and here come all the freaking. Redskin fans. Oh, how about that Baltimore? I'm like, how about what? <laughs> like, y'all been playing golf since since Christmas. They haven't played <laughs> a meaningful football game since October. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't that meaningful. And then Brian wasn't meaningful that they either, had, right? They, I would say they haven't played a meaningful since football Since Robert game. Griffin III was playing for them. Yeah. Was that, the meaningful that was meaningful the game they had. And that was one season. Yeah. They weren't relevant for 10 years before that either. Yeah. yeah. So over the last 20 years, they've had one relevant. Every now and then they make it into the playoffs because at the time the NFC East sucks. And here they are. I'm like, oh, how about that Baltimore? What now? I'm like, what, what? So, 
Yeah, and it's there's no football rivalry between the two teams. I, I don't understand. No. It's just Redskin fans running their stupid mouths. Um, or commode. I, I, call, I call them the commodes. It, it's jealousy. And, and, I, and I'll say this to you Commanders fans out there. If you think the fact that you got rid of Dan Snyder and suddenly now you're in, and you're getting rid of Ron Rivera and suddenly that like that, that that's all that's the only part that, of you that you are missing. Guess what? I'll, I'll talk to you ne- next October when you're already eliminated from the playoffs because <laughs> I can tell you this right now. You're not one player away. You're not one coach away. Your organization, I, I don't care if you move stadiums. I don't care where you play, what you're doing. You just are awful, and you are going to continue to be awful. And we may not make it to the Super Bowl every year, but guess what? There's all, we're, If you go to FanDuel, I guarantee you, I promise you that the Ravens are going to be on that list of teams that you can bet on to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and and while the Commanders might be on that list, it's going to be like plus six plus six digits long. Um, <laughs> like if you if you make that bet and you win, you're going to be a millionaire. Yeah, yes. you're going to be a, even a five dollar bet, and you're going to be able to retire. Okay, so just the just. You know what? You, you don't need to like Lamar, but you know what? He's our guy. I wouldn't trade him for anything in the world. And you know what? We had a I, we had a hell of a ride. And I, I mean, from start to finish, every week, I enjoyed watching this team play. I mean, we we I mean, what did we? What, how, wait, how many games did we lose all season? Was Three. it four regular season games? Three. Three. So we lost four games all season long. We lost four games all season long. I think the Commanders only won three. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, we didn't try and one of them. And we didn't try on one of those losses. We sat our players, right? The win so was nobody got hurt. Every person. <laughs> Pro Bowl yeah. quarterback uh, Tyler Huntley played in that game. Listen, there's teams out there that I respect, and I don't like them. I hate the Chiefs. I respect the Chiefs. They're just good. I hate it. I fucking hate them, but I respect them. You know, uh, the Lions, you got to respect them. And uh, what's our coach, Dan? Um, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. God, I, you know what? I, I, I'd, I'd play for that guy. You know, um, you know, and the other teams out there, like the Bills, they struggle, but I respect them. But there's teams that I have respect for. And guess what? The fans of those teams aren't the ones talking shit about Lamar and oh, uh, it's the it's the it's the teams that are fucking god awful, and they just they're so jealous of the success of the sustained success that we have. And sure, we may make the playoffs every year, and we might, uh, you know, maybe we lose in the first round. I'd rather lose in the first round than. Be like talking about draft picks in in November. Yeah. Where we get picks? off of the draft picks. So just you know, go sc- enjoy your <laughs> enjoy your draft picks. I think it's not losers. It's, it's not all commode fans that act like this. I have some good friends that are like loyal fans. They're a good group, and like they get it. They know the organization's been trash and screwing them for years. But they're still there. I give that to them. It's the freaking douchebags. Well, like, Duh. like you look like you're with us. No, we're not. We've never been no. with you. What's yeah, that, Commanders? Yeah, right. And they're all like, <laughs> now that Dan Snyder's gone and Ron and Ronnie Rivera's out. Now we're going to turn this around. You're not going to turn it around. Okay, you not, still don't have half a roster. No, <laughs> your, your team still sucks. Like you're not turning the ship around. The ship is at the bottom of the ocean. Right. They, <laughs> they literally traded away their two best defensive players yeah. this year <laughs> for a second round pick. Like, good luck. Okay. Have fun with that. How awesome to... would it be if Sweat arrived in Baltimore? Because look at like uh, um, Clowney. They picked up that dude, uh, yeah. Roquan. They picked up like all they these do... former first round draft picks. Let's pick up Sweat. They do a good job picking up those older outside linebackers. Like they got him with Clowney. They got Van Noy. I mean, Van Noy was 
on his couch when he came over. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a feeling that either Matabike or Queen are gone. Mm-hmm. Maybe both of them. So yeah, we, so, we can't afford Queen. So so Queen, he he cleaned out his locker today. He's a free agent, and um, yeah, he's yeah he doesn't know what's going to happen. You know, maybe I say cleaned out his locker. They all kind of clean out their do. locker. Yeah, no, no, I yeah. mean, here's the thing: unless you're on a long term deal, like for the most part, you clean out your locker. Like you know, like Lamar's, <laughs> he's leaving stuff in his locker, but they're all cleaning it out. But man, it 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 sucks because. For the first time in a long time, you know, I always say that this isn't our 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 father's defense, our father's Ravens, right? You know, when we were when we took it for granted, you know, when we it was Ray Lewis, you know, all the legends that they had come back for this game that I wish they would have signed like them to like a one day contract and let them play. <laughs> like I, I don't know how effective Ray they would have been. To let but, Ray Lewis just yeah, just Travis just Kelsey. Play. Right. But <laughs> let him like, be ejected within the first having <laughs> you know having Queen and and Smith in that. You know, defensive, you know, in those in that DB role, and you know Hamilton. Like for the first time in a long time, like this was kind of like those defenses, you know. And there was clips of of Smith. Um, you know, I had to do a double take because he, he's getting the team fired up before the game, and I'm like, I'm like, has anyone seen these? Has anyone seen Smith and Ray Lewis in the same room at the same time? <laughs> like, and. They watched film. They did a film. They did. They, I, we have well, seen they, them in the same room because no, 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 I saw no, no. that. I but saw they that. They watched film together. It was amazing. Yeah, like they, to see Ray literally was like talking with Roquan, and they, it, it was like I'm baffled by. it. I'm just like, wow, this is way over my head, but it's great to watch. Um, and one other thing out there, yeah, and I'll say this, you know, the same people that talk trash about Lamar. Um, you know, say the same thing about Harbaugh. Oh, we need, we need, we we need new blood. Harbaugh sucks. Blase, blase. What is the alternative? Because let me tell you something right now. You know, you see these clips where the players love him. The players love him. I mean, he's in the locker room dancing. They're they're going crazy. Like, listen, I, I don't put this. I mean, yeah, maybe the game plan wasn't good, but man, there. What's the alternative? Well, and so, the thing is, when you when you look at a team like Baltimore, and I'm going to throw Pittsburgh in there. I'm going to throw now Kansas City in there, New England, until just this year. These teams, they keep their head coach forever. It, it, and they keep they don't just get rid of – look at what Washington does. Every They have a bad season, fire the coach, new quarterback, 13 quarterbacks play in a season, all this kind of dysfunction. And, you know, there needs to be a, a – Something, some consistency in there, and Harbaugh provides that consistency. And you're right. Who else do you go and hire? There's no one better. There's no. Well, I don't want to say there's no one better than him, but there's no one available. Here's my issue with him. Harbaugh. Andy, oh, here we go. He's well, one of them, by the way. Well, Andy Reid is a stable head coach, but he calls his own offensive plays. Mm-hmm. My issue with Harbaugh is he's more susceptible. To coordinators leaving, either on the defensive or offensive side, because he doesn't call plays on either side of the ball. So there is a consistency that lacks from that. But at the same time, it, other than Reed, I'm trying to think of a head coach that's in that older generation that calls plays on one side or the other. And the only one I could think of, and Pete Carroll never did this, but he was a defensive coordinator before he was a head coach. He could call a game if he had to. But nowadays, what's happening is is these younger guys are getting called up to be head coaches in their 30s, but they're retaining whatever play calling they had when they were coordinators, 
and then leaving the other side of the ball to the, the other coach. So if they ever lose the other coordinator, they at least have the consistency on their side of the ball because mm-hmm. they're staying. That's the only reason I could see why you would let Harbaugh go if they wanted to make McDaniel or McDonald the uh, the head coach. Does Tom want calls on plays? He doesn't. But Did Bilicek? He... At some point, yeah, he was. At some point, before. he did. Yeah, at well, some I point, think Tom he, Brady I think he, called. He was on a headset too. Yeah, called. yeah, yeah. That whole listen. We know who won. Listen, I think it's clear <laughs> where most of that success came from. Yeah, up there and but like uh, Peyton Manning, pretty much. Was he the was the offensive coordinator. coordinator. Well, he had that. Old, it was that really old guy, Tom something, who was his long t- Tom Moore was his mm. his longtime coordinator. Now, here's another thing. Tom Moore never went to go become a head coach. He just stayed Peyton Manning's coordinator. He That's was essentially he just Peyton Manning's, like, eye in the sky, yeah, like, he, telling he, him what they were doing. But I think, like, yeah. Peyton Manning would go out there, and I saw a buddy of mine, like, and, and I said, you know, I don't, Lamar doesn't call his own plays. And he said, well, I think they gave him, he said, I think they gave him some more freedom. I said, he'll go in there with a package with three or four different and he could audible in and out amongst those three, but he's not calling plays like Manny was calling plays. That was an offensive coordinator who threw the football. Right. But he's a freak of nature with, in that regard. I'm not doing it, trying to say this to to put a Lamar Jackson down at all. No, that was Peyton Manning yeah. crying out loud. You know, it, it, it's it generational was, talent. Like that's yeah. yeah. And for one, he talked about it one time, and I guess like Tom, like because I guess the mic the the. The earpiece goes off at a certain time on the play clock, so like I ten seconds. When, yeah, and so Tom would basically be like, "Hey, um, why don't we take a shot in the in the middle, or or let's throw it deep to the outside?" And Peyton would put them in the play to do that. Mm-hmm. Tom was basically saying, "Here's the idea. You pick the play to do it." Um, but that again, though, you're talking about a Hall of Fame quarterback, one of a one of a generation. Oh yeah, you know. Um, it, I don't know it. I was going to go back to your comment about Joe Flacco, though. I think people's thoughts about Joe, Joe are, it's a little bit revisionist history. Because when Joe was here during the regular season, he would just get crushed because of some bad decisions he would make on the field. That Joe had some bad, bad decisions and bad interceptions. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and But because he won the Super Bowl, it, that Super Bowl year, he had that amazing run through the playoffs where he threw, what, like eight touchdowns? or 11. Touchdowns, 11 touchdowns, like one was pick. That zero interceptions. Zero, so 11 and everyone, zero. But that's Tied, what uh, the other Joe, Montana, Montana. for uh, the best uh, interception to touchdown ratio in playoff history. So, But the, I guess my point is, Joe got crushed during the regular season, and he, I mean, don't get me wrong. Joe, uh, it, Joe was a different quarterback when he came playoff time, but it, Joe had a lot of downs when he played, and he was volatile. And at the time, fans didn't know about it. But he just, wasn't that loved when he. But played. there's just something about him. I trusted me. Just just a pocket pass. You trusted him to throw <laughs> picks, <laughs> Joey Pickles. You trusted him to throw picks at the wrong you know, time. Uh, but when he when he the thing is though it's it's like an old like a former president. Well, yeah. except this last former president that people still hate. But like everyone thought like. We hated George W. Bush, and then now he's the former. Like everyone loves him. I, that's you the know? biggest turnaround I've ever seen. Yeah, like My he's always. And I think it's the same thing with the quarterback. Like we just remember the good times. <laughs> we remember, we do. It's yeah. revisionist history. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the rose. It's the rose-colored glasses when you look back. Like, because you won a Super Bowl. Yeah, 
because like I remember uh, Will Farrell hosted SNL and he did he reprised his role as George W. Bush. Bush and he said, "Don't forget, like y'all love me now, but don't forget I was bad. I was like really bad." <laughs> <laughs> Back when SNL was funny, yeah. Mm. Well, they, they, let, they let them make fun of Joe Biden again. So are they? The corporate overlords must be tired of him. You know, at the end of the day, like I said, I this I, I wouldn't trade this season. I mean, we didn't win, but you, you, listen, we're we're not we're not that team that's going to win it every year. But every year we make the playoffs. It's fun. It's entertaining, and at least on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, who knows what Beckham's going to do? But I mean, he's older. He he's, he doesn't get the separation, so I'm not too worried about him. But on the offensive side of the ball, I think our, we have a good future there for the yeah. next couple of years. Defense, it's unsure. You know, Queen. You know, it's going to be hard to afford some of these some of these guys. Um, I, I think they're going to be so. Matapique is probably going to be gone, but the Ravens' track record. Of drafting and developing defensive linemen is right. amazing. Queen wasn't Queen before Roquan got here, so maybe he has that effect on the next middle linebacker. Um, the safeties are pretty much set. The corners are pretty much set. Yeah, I, yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not really worried about that defense because I mean Hamilton is ridiculously talented. Yeah, and so is Roquan. I'm I not think worried he's about only that. 22. Who Hamilton? Yeah, oh, he's, he's young. Yeah, he was their first round pick. Two years ago. So Zay oh, yeah. Flowers was our pick this year. And Hamilton was, well, yeah, so 22. Well, and Mark Andrews getting hurt. I mean, Isaiah likely was the was the tight end that they drafted him to be. And everyone was like, oh, my God, why did they draft this guy to Coastal Carolina? Right. He's that good. I mean, he's good. So let me, let, uh, let me, let's bring up Mark Andrews for a second because, okay. I, I, you know. Say his proper name, Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> so... He's been out since I don't know when he went down. It was it was week six or seven. It yeah. was it was he's been out for a while. So in arguably besides the Steelers game and maybe the first half of the divisional ground, um, we've been rolling and likely has been playing out of his mind. Right, he's been playing fantastic. You know, you know Andrews coming back. He didn't look terrible. Like I, I, I didn't see anything. Like man, he's still like he's you know, he's only half speed. But, he did drop that ball. I mean, he did drop the ball, but everyone drops balls. But like, did we did we need him to come back in that game? You know, you know, we had something that worked. You know, I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I always second guess. I always, I always, man, I think about stuff that I do. I'm like, what did I do to affect that game? Right? I'm like, did I? Did I not do that? I was that? worried that I shaved, that, that I cut my hair. Right. Did I wear the right underwear, my lucky underwear? Did I? You know, I didn't I wore wear. the exact same outfit I wore for the previous one. I don't wear. So, I, listen, like I said before, I have my Ravens camo pants, right? I got my Ravens jersey. You know, I got my Stavi shirt that I wear underneath the jersey. I don't wash those clothes from week one till whenever we're. Our last Ravens game is right, so I mean, ketchup, mustard stains, whatever it may be, we we roll with it. And historically speaking, for all you out there, so kind I, of I throwing you up and cringing, like we've had a really good I'd track record. I'd wash it you after a loss. Yeah, you don't wash every loss. No, take advantage no, of the it's time. Just, that's just one loss, man. What are you talking about? You got to keep. You don't wash it off. But anyway, I think you take advantage. So, of the but anyway, so I'm getting off track. But like, I don't know. <laughs> did 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 bringing back Mark Andrews 
kind of screw up the the mojo that our offense was doing? Or did it really not have that any effect? I think if you bring back a top three tight end in the league, you bring him back. Oh yeah, okay. I don't know. I, you know, he's not, he, it's not like you brought back uh, Njoku from Cleveland. You know, you you, you didn't bring back um, you know Kyle Pitts out of Atlanta. Yeah, you you brought back a top yeah, but top jo- three tight end. Joku crushed it for my fantasy team. That's true. Yeah. Well, well, Joe loves to throw at tight yeah. ends. He basically made three other Pro Bowl tight ends. Yeah. Unathletic guys like yeah. Todd Heap and yeah. and what was the other guy? The other Mormon. <laughs> we literally had like a run of like three different Mormon tight ends that just came in. Yeah, and- who was so? Who was uh, your tight end when they won the Super Bowl? Was it Heap? Who was the guy before? Him? So we Dixon, Ed, we had Ed. Please, uh, we had Ed Dixon. Hunter and um, are you talking about what Super Bowl are we talking about? The Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco Super Bowl. Joe Flacco had he didn't have Heap. Heap was Heap was around for the two thousand. He was there for the two thousand Super Bowl. So who we had Ed Dixon and some other white guy. Jeez, um, no, it it was not the it was not that white guy. The flying tomato? No, Hunter, whatever. No, Hurst, Hayden Hurst. Yeah, no, but it wasn't him. It was another white guy. It was another white dude. I can't remember the name. He's a Mormon. Now to the Google machine. <laughs> right. Who was the other Mormon who played for the <laughs> played for the Ravens? Um, you're gonna think of it quick. Um, I don't know. Regardless. I feel like um, Dennis Pitta. That's it. Yeah, the other, that's the other Mormon. Nothing against Mormons. I just that's the only I only remember them because they were both Mormons. So likely had two catches for sixteen yards in uh, the conference championship. Two catches, sixteen yards, and um, Andrews had two catches mm-hmm. for fifteen yards. So not a lot of production. Um, yeah, you know, likely was targeted three times total. So he was targeted three times, caught two balls. <laughs> They're kind of and an interception. <laughs> the two times Andrews was targeted, he caught the ball. He he was targeted twice, two catches, no. fifteen yards. Then that stat isn't right because he dropped one right through his hands. Mm, did he, it, was yeah. there a penalty on a play that negated the play and all? Listen, man. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So, but 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 here, but 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 either way, like let's just say that was a target. So the tight ends as a total. Yeah. were targeted six times all game. And from a, for a team that has the, one of the top, up to week six, we had top three tight end in the league, right? He probably had a ton of targets then. And then likely, who was a huge part of the offense, you know, I mean, and was it the Chiefs defense saying, hey, we're going to take away the tight ends and we're going to make him beat us a little bit further down the field? Maybe, right? But, you know, who knows? I'm just saying, like, I mean, just from st- – all around the offense, just it just didn't look good. And I blame Todd Munkin. I think he look. I think all season he was a gem. I think he just called one of the worst games he's ever had at the wrong time. The, the play calling just was not good. Like, like, like you, like we talked about earlier, there were no short and intermediate routes. There were no hot routes. There were they, they did not make the adjustments they made. I think I think sometimes they overthink it, mm-hmm. and they get so. So it has to be perfect. It's almost like a overthinking paralysis by planning, and then on the field they're 
you know they're gripping their stick too tight you know it's you got to play loose you got and when you're trying to make you know you just have to cut like i said you have to do what do what you do and don't alter your game plan too much because of another team um you know you do what you do what you're good at and going back through and looking at some of the previous games we're apparently our tight ends are only catching two three balls a game anyway they're just really significant catches, yeah. I guess, because it seems like on the surface, I'm like, oh, our tight ends yeah. are like tearing it up. But I went back to like week 16, and like I went back to the, the when we beat the Dolphins in week 16 or 17, 56 or whatever it was, uh, likely had two catches for yeah. 42 yards. One of those was a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so I'm looking so at... So maybe, maybe it wasn't a big deal that they so, only had two catches each. So I'm looking <laughs> at likely, and I'm thinking, man, this is going to be like Gronkowski and if... Aaron Hernandez wasn't crazy and a murderer. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, yeah, I, I was not expecting him to go there. Right? But think about it. Think if Aaron Hernandez hadn't been a, insane and they had Hernandez and Gronkowski on that team. Yeah. Think of your jumbo set. I mean, it's like... Well, they feel, they're going to they're gonna use both of them next year. I think they're probably going to use Andrews more in line and they're going to flex likely out as more of a slot receiver as much as they can. And they'll bunch them in They'll bunch them all, all both of them in too. But I think they're gonna they're gonna try and keep both of them on the field as much as possible. I think Bateman is gone. He like they Brian Baldinger did a, a film study on he did a, a Twitter film study. Man, Bateman is not a smart dude on the field. And like one of the times like when Lamar, I guess I think he got sacked on the run like as he's going toward the sideline, or he threw it away or something, and you can see him like yelling at Bateman like what what the hell are you doing (laughs) like you're not doing what like he was supposed to cut it up the field and he just kept going straight across and if he would have cut it up the field it was a touchdown but because Bateman's dumb as rocks (laughs) like you literally see Lamar yelling at him like I don't I mean very rarely have I seen him like yell at a player on the field what before they even got off and he is literally just pissed at him for not doing what he was supposed to do. I think that dude's gone. Yeah, he had 32 total receptions uh, this regular season uh, for just over 350 yards and only one touchdown all season long. Yeah. I mean, look, Zay's going to be either the one or two. They're going to find someone opposite him, whether it's him. I mean, he's going to be the one. Where I don't. I mean, unless we unless we bring in a free agent wide receiver that is just like a big name. He's gonna be the he's 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 the number one guy this year, and we got Odell Beckham on the team right now. He's old. Odell's old, right? He's not the same guy that he is anymore. He's more of a role player now. But like, but if he's I, willing to come back on like a six or seven million dollar contract, but he's not a number one receiver. No, but no, but I think if you, bring, oh, I'm okay with having him back. Sure, I, but will he take? I mean, right now he's making fifteen million a year. Do you think he comes back for? I I don't know. I'll tell you this. So I saw a clip. I saw a clip earlier today, where, um. Lamar was sitting on the bench, and it was kind of like a comparison because um, I believe it was like two years ago where I th- Odell was consoling. It was an opposing player actually um, after a game. It was I think it might have been the Super Bowl. I'm not sure, but it was almost like a mirrored image. Uh, Lamar sitting on the bench, and Odell was kind of like. Standing above him, leaning over, kind of giving him like a half hug, but you could tell he was talking in his ear. And Lamar's just kind of staring straight, kind of staring off in the space, just listening to what Odell had to, had to say. And 
you know, you have to appreciate that. I mean, he's just he's a veteran player. Yeah. You know, he won the Super Bowl. He, he 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 won the Super Bowl. He, he got he got, a, he got a ring with the Rams. He got a ring with the Rams. He, he, he was ACL, hurt like one either he, the he game won, before or during the game, and he won one with with uh, the Giants. The Giants, yeah, he, right. like, he was a rookie. So, That's when he had that 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 one handed yeah, yeah, catch. Yeah. So I uh, listen. He, 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 it's hard to put a price on that. I mean, not going to pay overpay for it, but. Like I, I think he likes Lamar. I mean, unless there's a, a team out there that's just going to pay him stupid money, if he well, still, there's always the commodes, right? <laughs> I mean, if he still wants to play, and there's not someone out there that's going to throw stupid money at him, I, I think he comes back if if he wants to. But play. having that presence in the locker room is huge. I, I think I think Lamar benefited a, a lot from having RG three as his backup for a couple years there too. Um, so you know some of the stuff that he had gone through with. Washington and um, Listen, and all these other loser teams, the Commanders, Steelers, whoever else out there. Oh, guess throw, what? Guess what? You're not doing. You threw you're the Steelers not, in there. Steel, yeah, Steelers. They suck. Get out of here. I know they made the playoffs this year, and Tomlin, oh, 17 seasons, and he's never had a losing record. Like, who gives a crap? You guys haven't won a playoff game since like 2014. They haven't had right? a quarterback since then. Uh, yeah, well, there you the go. Fa- right. The fact that they're making the playoffs with no quarterback. And, and they, come on. They're shooting themselves in the foot by making the playoffs every year because they're just good enough to sweep into the playoffs and be completely irrelevant. And then they don't get a good draft pick because. They they really pushed and got over that 500 record. So guess what? When you at the after it's all said and done, and you look back and you're like, man, we were always over 500. Guess what? You got nothing to show for it, right? The Ravens have a Super Bowl more recently than you. Um, so suck it, okay? And all I'm saying is to all those other teams out there, guess what? They're not having these conversations. Like we're sitting here talking about like the pieces that are coming back, right? We're like, we're gonna keep this, we're gonna keep that. None of these other teams are having this conversation. So, like I said, total disappointment. Um, what, what happened? We should have went to the Super Bowl. Man, I was so pumped. But guess what? You know, I had a, a, a great season. This was I, I loved it. It was fun, and we're gonna do it again. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.